0: back to the mind health school podcast and today we have nathan joseph pt with us and we're actually going to post this on both myself and nathan's podcast so yes we are intro
1: so i am nathan joseph for listeners on stressed depressed and now blessed you know that already um i'm an online fitness coach my views is more on holistic health rather than just physical um he's y-
0: framing that because of the context of the conversation we're having he's nah, just that in quick. not even <laughs> it's
1: just that's just my that's my mantra for years i sort of trained just to look good but then i realized what training can do <clears throat> for my mind yeah. um took me from a point of suicide to Well, thinking about committing suicide to where I am now, which is a very happy little man. (laughs)
0: Little. Little, yeah. Six five on a good day. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, So quick intro for me as well because anyone who's listening on nate's podcast yep. we did record a podcast a few weeks ago and i sounded like a mouse yeah because of our mics i think i'm really hoping that this is working I think no we've got a double I see, spike going on. i can see the screen um so my name is nikki i am a mind health coach and founder of mind health school and we are an online well-being education platform for individuals and teens globally. So I'm super passionate about Globally. Globally. Um how funny about like different octaves of our voices on here, by the way. Like Nace is like super below yeah, the I've line the and mine's like all the way above. Um yeah, so I'm super passionate about helping people understand their thoughts, understand their emotions and Just using different tools to help people improve the quality of their everyday life. So, like, we all go through challenges with our insecurities and, you know, emotions and not being able to regulate ourselves properly and connection and confidence. And it's not necessary. Indeed. I'd like to give
1: you some gas here. Um, I've been going through a bit of a stressful time over the last three weeks, I'd say. And I've been leaning on Nikki for help with my mindset <laughs> and I can vouch for her she is very good at what she does so thank you, thank
0: you. yeah oh, that's so nice um well i think
1: that she doesn't take compliments well d- clearly
0: no i do take compliments well i feel like it you know everyone goes through challenges mm. and i think it's nice that we can all have we all have different skill sets that we can tap into definitely you know? definitely and um I'm pretty sure that I'll be following your skill set at some For point sure. and asking you, you know, I think that's things,
1: so. I think that's such a big thing as well and a good place to start is if I struggle with anything, I know that my greatest skill is not trying to find the answers myself. I just mm-hmm. f- try and find someone that can help me. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Because then it yeah. off lays a lot of stress in trying to find the result. Whereas I can speak to someone like yourself and be like, okay, well, this is how you're feeling. This is what you can do yeah with those thoughts
0: how funny is it when you actually realize that that you don't have to figure things out yourself and that there's like people who have been training in the the skill set that you need for like 10 plus years literally and they're just on the other end of a phone like
1: but i feel i feel like a lot of it is like pride do you know what I mean? Like, when I was younger, because yeah, I had more of an immature mindset, I'd say, I'd, I didn't want to ask anyone for help because mm-hmm. I was just like, nah, I can do it on my own. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, well, I'm going to save myself so much time and energy if I just seek someone else that yeah. knows exactly how I can get to a certain goal mm-hmm. and then just do do what they say. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's true. I think I, a lot of what I do is really just listening, though. Like, yeah. I literally just listen. I'm like, go on, go L- ahead.
1: <laughs> Looking forward to this one-way chat today, then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Okay. So, topic of convo. I really wanted to talk to you about body image. Okay. Cool. Because we we actually talked about this weeks ago. Mm. It was it was probably like over a month ago, and yeah. we was like, I've, I want to have this conversation with you because. Um, there was like there was a situation with a celebrity that happened online, and it made me think about body image, specifically within women. But I know it affects both men and women, and maybe men isn't it isn't spoken about with men as much. No, and definitely not. It, it, so yeah, so we can definitely touch on that. Um, so a little bit of background just to frame this um, with me. So the way that I came into the coaching industry was. I lost two and a half stone in weight myself. So I went from like a size, UK size 12 to like about an eight. And it happened in three months. And I really just did it from, I wasn't extreme exercising. I wasn't extreme dieting. I was literally just educating myself about food groups and and protein and and macros and minerals and vitamins and how I can get the most out of my food to fuel my body. Was you obsessed?
1: No, not even.
0: Like this is the funny thing. So I'd been traveling in Southeast Asia and when I came home, I c- had this shooting pain in my stomach, yeah, and I went to every single doctor in the Northwest. I had every single scan i had I had ultrasounds of people like prodding at me like consistently yeah. for months and I eventually got this call from my doctor, and I remember the the him telling me what was wrong with me. And he was like i hope you sat down and please don't google this please don't go on youtube and i was like yeah and he was like you've got parasites in your intestines right. so i was like what the hell and he was like don't obviously straight away you won't yeah, yeah yeah yeah. It. and it's like basic do you know what they are
1: not partic- i know like what a parasite is but so i don't know I had in, them depth. in me like that in is. my intestines. so so how long was this pain going on for
0: like months, but oh, it would right, be like okay. a shooting pain. Yeah. And it was so inconsistent. So it wasn't necessarily like morning or just after I'd eaten. It was just inconsistent and it would like cripple me. Like I'd have to like bend over and I'd be yeah. like in tears. Anyway, long story short, um, I got it from the water that I was drinking. Well, I wasn't drinking it but like brushing your teeth and like yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. they washed the vegetables in it or whatever. And I'd been in Southeast Asia for quite a while, so it was in there and growing and they actually feed on vitamins and minerals oh, so yeah. every day whilst i was in cambodia i was eating i was having like protein shakes i was having like my greens juice i was having like all the nutrients feeding these parasites. and they're just getting bigger and bigger and bigger yeah like i was on immunity support support and all sorts and so yeah so long story short i was like what the fuck is going on with my body i need these out and they put me on the strongest antibiotics that yeah. you can ever have to the point where when I went to get the prescription the woman was like we never prescribe these because they're so strong we actually only have half your course so I had to go and get the half right. and then go back and get the other half and then is that ev- because
1: if you obviously took them more at once then it no it'd they be... just didn't have them in stock oh right okay right okay they just yeah, didn't yeah, have them that makes sense they were like
0: we just don't and I was like I'm, she was like oh, what's wrong with you I was like don't even, <laughs> yeah. don't even ask <laughs> see ya yeah and then yeah anyway long story short um I d- I don't like taking medication as it is, yeah. so I was like, my body's having all of this these chemicals, and I just need to make sure that I'm prioritizing my health. That was the start of it. I didn't feel over okay. I didn't not like my appearance. I didn't not like anything. But this is at the end of like, well, it's like I was already seven years into personal development at this stage. So like I was yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was in a good place mentally. Had insecurities, of course. Like I feel like you always have insecurities, but. <laughs> I wasn't like, I needed to change the shape of my body. Anyway, fast forward three months, dropped all of this weight, was like really shocked. People were like complimenting me all the time. And I was like, I didn't really notice that my body had changed shape that much because that wasn't my metric. And then everyone was just obsessed. I wanted to know how I'd done it. Remember there was this picture of me on New Year's Eve and I was wearing this gold dress. And I posted it, and everyone was like, "This doesn't even look like you." Like, what yeah, the Yeah, hell? yeah, mad. And so I just like I trained in nutrition. I did like a really quick, like six-month nutrition course, like diploma, and then started working with clients. And then um, the more that I worked with clients, I was like, "There's a huge gap here because you're all not happy with your bodies, whereas I was." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So then that's when I retrained. So my entry into the coaching world was quite interesting and I feel like that's really sparked kind of my passion to help people now with their insecurities and their mental health
1: I think it's really weird that I hear that story obviously not that story I don't think I've ever heard for anyone with parasites (laughs) in their stomach but you hear a story of like something negative turning into the positive and that change that you experience then leads into your coaching journey yeah how crazy so yeah it's pretty sick
0: yeah, it is. I never thought that that like the parasite really was there. Yeah. Good what old have? parasites. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, do do not recommend anyone yeah. getting a parasite. <laughs> it was not a great time. Um, so yeah, um, and then obviously now I don't really focus too heavy on nutrition with my clients, but um a lot of what I see is insecurities, lack of confidence, mm. a lot of comparison, um, a lot of self esteem issues and it's just so sad, like, it's just so unnecessary, and the pain is self-inflicted, and I'm just like, why, why has this happened, and how do we change it?
1: Yeah, I, I get that a lot, and I think that, for me personally, obviously, and for you, I guess, like, work, Instagram is work, but I also think that that is so detrimental to people's self-image purely because you'll have people that are in the fitness industry that are specialists at starving themselves to get a physique yeah but Mm -hmm. what people don't realize is like people go people get into ridiculous shape and you can't help but admire it because you're like wow like every single yeah every single muscle is popping like you look fantastic some people go a bit too far Mm -hmm. but what they don't think is, ah, oh, that geezer's had 400 pictures and just changed his swim trunks every single time or mm-hmm. gone round for a day, got all of his content. Because when you get super lean, you lose your energy. You can't get, a, for men, you can't get a hard on. For women, you lose your period. Mm-hmm. So that is not a sustainable part of your life mm-hmm. yeah so you'll get all these photos at once which will be your content for a year and then you can let yourself go a little bit yeah. but then people are only seeing oh well the he looks yeah they look amazing like yeah, dribble out exactly. for a whole six so they look amazing yeah, all so year true. round when realistically they don't <clears throat> and whilst they're yeah. in that state they feel shit and i know that because i've been there mm. i've done it yeah
0: so it like social media huge imp- like huge like plays a huge factor into
1: without a doubt i think um it is very difficult i don't think it matters who you are but i think it's very difficult for anyone to say that social media doesn't um influence them or how they feel like for example you'll have people back home now in the uk there will be They'll be coming out of lockdown, things look amazing on Instagram or whatever. So naturally, we miss home more because we're like, oh, that's amazing. But we're only seeing what is there. Mm -hmm. Whereas the reality is is there's still loads of restrictions in place, Mm -hmm. still doing whatever. But that is all you see. And that's exactly the same with a a transformation. You're only seeing, well I say a transformation, these fitness influencers, you're only seeing a snippet of their actual lives. And I think that I'm not gonna knock people that get into crazy shape, but you see the end product. You don't see the discipline, the hell that goes into it. So if you saw that side of things, would you actually want that physique? Yeah. Because when I was younger, I definitely worked towards that. And I used to have snacks, my snack, my mid morning snack used to be four plain rice cakes and 20 almonds and that- Did you count them? Yeah, honestly, I'd count them out every day. And usually, when I counted them out, I'd sneak one, and I'd beat myself up <laughs> on the way to work for having an extra almond. Like I was so. Oh ab-
0: my god! When was this?
1: This was probably when I was twenty-two, twenty-one, twenty-two. That I'd say. So, crazy. so yeah. Wow. Like I, it was mad. Like my relationship with food was so unhealthy, mm. but it was. All I was doing was chasing a physique that I'd seen and I was like, right, that is the way I need to look because these people in my industry or at that time I wasn't in the industry, but I was like, these people look this way. So that is what I need to do. But when you go through that pain, you soon realize that that is not worth the reward. And that process then leads you to resent the end result because you're like, yeah, okay, training and eating is hell. When I get to the shape that I want to be in, it is hell because I feel like yeah, I feel like shit. And then because you haven't enjoyed the process, you don't really enjoy the results. You just get to a place where you binge, Mm -hmm. and then when you're binging, you're just like, "Well, I'm not going back to the gym because that is really hard." So you're in this like yo-yo scenario where you constantly just think, "Okay." The gym is hard, but if I go to the gym, I'll look like that. But then I don't like
0: that. That
1: so I don't like feeling that way. So then Mm -hmm. it's just like a constant shit, shit, (laughs) shit, stop, shit. And then you get to a point where you're like, oh, my God, I need to go to the gym again. So then you just start the process again. Mm -hmm. Like that was honestly my life for, I'd say, from 22 to 20... Just before I was 26.
0: And then when was it that you had your kind of mental health issues?
1: So 20, I think I realized that I was battling my mental health properly when I was 27. Okay. But I would say I was uh, suffering from when I was 22. Okay. So it was quite a long time. But I didn't really realize because I just thought, I don't know if it's mal or maybe some females think this way as well, but I was like, oh, I'm stressed. Mm. I put a lot of pressure on myself as a man to be like, oh, I need to be doing this, doing that. At this stage, I need to get a, uh, by this age, I need a a house. I should be having kids by then. I want to be in this position so then I can support my family. Like my Mm. big thing has always been, when I have kids, I want to be able to give them as a minimum what my mum and dad gave me. Mm-hmm. So, regardless of my partner, I know that my mum and dad, they gave me a happy upbringing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, as long as I can provide what they gave me, yeah. then I know my kid's going to be grow up and be happy.
0: That's so weird. I haven't, I haven't had this thought for ages. And th- literally this morning, I remembered something that my dad used to say to me all the time when yeah. I was growing up. And he used to always say, I don't care what you do, just do better than me. Right. And that's pretty much what you've just said, but like yeah. from the other, yeah. b- the other way round. So like, f-
1: well, yeah, for me, oh, it's it is uh. Like um, my childhood was great. Went on loads of holidays. Like I can't fault my mum and dad at all in that sense. But I just know that to be a happy kid, mm-hmm. then having what I got is enough. Mm-hmm. So that's like the minimum. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that. take away anything from anyone else's bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. That's the minimum that I have to provide, yeah.
0: Do you feel like you're, when you was talking about between the age of like 22, 26 and you was in this loop Mm. of feeling like you needed to have this standard of physique and then you hated it when you was there and then you was trapped in this loop, Mm. why do you think that you felt so much pressure on yourself to have over uphold that standard
1: so this is so stupid but it's just classic lads Mm. so one of my best mates he was so into the gym yeah Mm. and he is stunning like there's no two ways about it he's such a good looking bloke so when we was growing up best mates cool and then he just started to like bang gym get in better shape get more attention and then i was like ah this is annoying So then I just sort of was like, okay, well, I need to keep up with him yeah. to then keep up with everything. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So it was a comparison thing.
1: Without a doubt. And yeah, obviously if you, I'm someone, if I see someone getting success doing Mm -hmm. something, then I'll be like, okay, well, that clearly works. So how can I do that, but make it better? Do you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. in the same sense, like his training or his diet, I was like, okay how can I do that but then get one up on him because Mm -hmm. I've got the mentality where like I always want to be the best okay yeah I wanna I always strive. what's the point in aiming for like second place do you know what I mean like aim for the top so yeah with me it was like okay he's doing that I'm gonna do that and this so
0: okay knowing you as well and how you've just explained that my first, my, my the question that came to me was, well, when does that end? If you're always trying to be the best.
1: I don't think it ever does. Okay. I think it's a blessing and a curse. Like, I'm not under any illusions.
0: What's the curse?
1: The curse is, it's probably the cause of my mental health issues, is that I never feel like I'm doing enough. Do you know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, no matter, for example, the other week I got my second stripe in mm. jiu-jitsu. Oh, yeah. Buzzing.
0: And you were like, how many till Li- I can get my third? Yeah, literally. Like the the
1: <laughs> I got my stripe on the mats, buzzing, like stepped off the mat and I was like, Well, how many more stripes do I need to get a blue belt? Because mm. once a goal's achieved for me, I'm just like, Nah, what's next? Yeah. Because the thought of stagnating to me is just horrendous. Like
0: what's the, what's the lesson there though? So you really wanted the third stripe and mm. then you got it. And then you're, like, right next. So what, like, what can you take from that?
1: Oh, I'm a go getter. Like, I don't see that as a bad thing. Like, no. in the moment, like, I am so proud of, like, I don't honestly think that I've been more proud of anything in my life apart from my work yeah. than getting those two bits. My mates call it a bit of electros- electrical tape around a belt. <laughs> but they, it just shows me, like, Every single week I turn up to get beaten up and I'm just moving forward. Okay. So I am, I haven't really experienced that sense of pride before Mm -hmm. because it's like, okay, I am improving and that's a good metric of that. Mm -hmm. But then just the way I'm wired is like, okay, well, you've achieved that now. Yeah. So what are you going to sit back on that or are you going to continue to move forward?
0: Yeah. So did you feel like when you got that stripe that it so the anticipation that you felt to to that you was going to feel when you got it compared to when you got it like h- how does that sit with you what I
1: love with jits is you don't really like the first time I got the first stripe I got I nearly cried because I was just like <laughs> oh, honestly sure. I was just like, um, like honestly my hands were on my head I was oh. like this is one of the best moments of my life <laughs> people were looking at me that. like you've only got one stripe mate shut that. up but I was like um, but they, you don't really know when you're going to get the next stripe, which yeah. I like because it's like a surprise. Mm. You just know as long as you keep going, drilling, getting beaten okay. up, you're going to progress. Yeah. So I get that. It, but I did say to myself at the start of the year, my, I don't know why I did. Oh no, I did six month goals. So by the end of May, I wanted to have, um, two stripes mm-hmm. on my belt and i had done it within two weeks so yeah buzzing
0: i think so when you first started talking i was like okay so you like you you're aiming to to get somewhere and then you get somewhere somewhere and you're like right next but actually there is like a little bit more emotion to it that you're like you you are part of yourself you are like you you do kind of look back and you're like i had to show up i had to commit i was dedicated i got punched in the face whatever happens (laughs) i've got no (laughs) idea there's no (laughs) punching no striking in injures just
1: getting strangled every week even worse yeah
0: so um and all of this so all uh, you had to do all of this to get there. So you you do see that which is great
1: yeah but I only I th- feel like I reflect like that mm-hmm. because now I know well that's how I'm gonna go and progress more yeah do you know what I mean That's good. so that's good. I'll look at what I've done to g- achieve that level of happiness I guess mm. and then I'll be like okay well that works, so i need to keep doing that Mm -hmm. to then move on to the next yeah that's where the reflection comes because ultimately like for example my mate um he got his blue belt in nine months and when he told me that i was like okay that's what i'm going for do Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like okay so now yeah it's like right eight months <laughs> <laughs> i
0: was literally just thinking in my head okay so he's not comparing himself to other people and then you just said and my mate said
1: but i don't think i won't be it's just a challenge yeah it's just an i won't challenge. be yeah i won't like, be disheartened if i don't achieve yeah um
0: i think it's good like you're just pushing yourself yeah, exactly. and you're like seeing how far well you can take it and seeing if you can beat all your mates in the process yeah exactly yeah because okay.
1: it's like yeah it's it's not uh yeah it's just like yeah okay cool
0: so what would you say to people so going back to like the 22 to 26 era Mm. and you was kind of like comparing yourself to your mate and you're like he's stunning he's Mm. like got an amazing body like everyone loves him whatever and you're like comparing yourself to him and you're like i need to just make sure that i like raise my standards and by you doing that it's like you need to to like work on your physical appearance Mm. so this that for me like this is the issue and it's interesting that you kind of pinned that like that period of your life down to um like the start of your mental health kind of unraveling and things leading up to when you was 26 when um you realized that there was an issue that you needed to address because this is so many people and like, the thing that, I, and even with my clients now, you know, we'll have, I'll, I'll be like, okay, like, we're making so much progress and, like, mm. we're getting places. And then, like, one of my clients the other day said to me that she deleted an Instagram picture because of that, how many likes she got. And I was like, no, we need to That's go back definite. to basics. That's we need to go back. <laughs> Literally, day I one, think. again. I was like, fuck, okay. Um, so, like, it, and because I think that I'm so far removed from that, like I've, I have couldn't tell you the last time when I posted an Instagram picture and checked how many likes mm. it got, let alone like was waiting to see how much interaction it got. Like it's just not even in my thought process, but so many people, and this is why I'm so grateful for my clients to so like bring awareness of like these. Yeah. Because we, we live in a positive bubble. Mm. Like most days yeah. where like just always exactly yeah. and like, you know, working on ourselves, but, We're we're also in, like, 5% of the the people in the world who do.
1: 100%. I think, like, if I take myself back to when I first posted something about fitness, which was January last year, I remember I just started, at the start, I was just like, okay, this is what I want to do, but I'm just going to post workouts because what can people really say about workouts? Mm. Like, I'm in decent nick, so they'll just see okay this is how he trains and at that point i was so scared to change my identity from uh Nafe, this mm-hmm. happy-go-lucky guy that just posts when he's out or whatever to nah i am an online pt now and mm-hmm. that's how i will be known so at the start i was posting stuff and in my head i was like i was checking the likes mm-hmm. but then i thought for me, the biggest mind shift that I've mindset shift that I've gone through is like, I really, obviously, I want people to see what I put out there mm-hmm. because I do believe that it adds so much value, mm-hmm. not only from a physical perspective but also a mental perspective. Um, but my mindset is just I want to add value to one person a day. Yeah. Like, if there was one person copying my workouts, then that that's enough i don't really care like um even probably with with the amount of followers i have my interaction like i get messages from people saying oh to get more likes and shit like this i'm like i don't really give a fuck about likes like they (laughs) really yeah exactly they don't matter to me what matters Uh to me is like people taking the information away and i think that a lot of people when they post on instagram it is oh do i look all right let me check to see if I'm getting enough likes in the first ten minutes, and then I know yeah. if it's a good post or whatever. But for me, I'm like, who gives a fuck if you like the picture? Or you yeah. like the picture. Like before, before I That's started so posting in, uh, fitness stuff on Instagram, I just saw like my Instagram was like, uh, it's like my photo album. So yeah. they're like memories that I love. Like I don't really care. Like who cares? Like no one's coming. To fuck the coffin with me, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? So they're my memories. Like, if you don't like my shit, unfollow me. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. the way I've always been. But it's it is hard to put yourself into the mindset of someone that is so caring of mm-hmm. Instagram and social media because I just see it as like, why? Yeah. Like why? It's it's I I think it's I can understand and resonate so much with you in that sense. Like, how do you? I don't know how I would put like I've been around people that really care about Instagram and think that that is the be all and end all. Even to a point where it's um like people will say, "Oh, this person like my picture." La la la.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm literally like. So what? Are you mad? I know. Like,
0: I totally agree. Like, what is people that? How you
1: like... is that how you you flirt these days? Is it like fucking? Oh, this oh, lad like my picture or whatever. I'm just like dead. It's just. I don't, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, it is what it, it, like, I don't know. I know. It's just a bit mad, but. Uh,
0: yeah. What do you think about this stat then? So this is from a study from 2019. So I would imagine that these figures would potentially have changed, but probably negatively, not positively. Okay. So social media is the number one influence over body image for under 18s and the number three influence for 18 plus. That doesn't surprise me at all. No, no. same. And it's probably, I feel like it's probably increased since 2018.
1: I feel like, um, for me, I don't understand, I had this chat with, I did a podcast with um, Ideas and Beers. Yeah. Ryan Stevens, absolute legend. Um, And he said to me, what do I declare as an influencer? And I think so many people follow the wrong type of influencers. Mm -hmm. So you've got people that will post stuff that are just like, look at my abs or look at my new tits and new arse or whatever it may be, yeah? They're just fishing for, oh my God, I've got 20,000 likes on this picture, woo, yeah? Yeah? Or you've got other people that are actually trying to influence by adding value. Mm -hmm. But I think so many more people for some reason, we're just attracted to things that we desire, do you know what I mean? So, oh, they've got an amazing figure, so I'll follow her. Like, Mm -hmm. the thing that really pisses me off so much about social media is like, people are like, oh my God, body goals. (laughs) I'm like, why is that goals? Like, there's a filter on there, the the picture's probably skinnied, they're obviously on holiday, that's not their life all the time, la 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 la, do you know what I mean? And. We've all been there. Like when you're with someone or like around mates and you see another group of lads or girls on holiday or whatever, like someone who I love back home messaged me today. She's absolutely smashing life. Like Mm -hmm. she's a yoga teacher, instructor. She's absolutely smashing it. Um, She said, well done on getting your new visa. Um, I'm going to live like I live vicariously through your Instagram. (laughs) And it actually, I love her, but it pissed me off a little bit because I was like, your life is sick yeah? yeah like you you're just looking through a small tiny lens
0: that you allow her to see exactly yeah exactly that's what people like I feel like people actually genuinely don't grasp this about social media so I put a lot of my life on social media mm. like if I'm doing stuff in the day or like I'll post it but like I, I, I'm not like super secretive and it's just for work but like I had a meeting with one of my marketing guys the other day. He was like, are you like, cause I post like bikini pictures of like pictures of me drinking wine. And yeah. he was like, do you like, are you sure you want people seeing this? I was like, yeah, like, of course, but I need to be relatable. Like I need people to know that I'm a real human being too. 100%. But I feel like people will then look at my Instagram and be like, I know her, I know who she is. And like, same with you, like you post like your morning routine, like yeah. your evening routine, but really like people don't know you. You know. I think
1: um that's one I just had a little burp there, sorry if you picked that up on the thing. And <laughs> I didn't even the, hear. the recordings <laughs> the recording on the uh video stopped as well, so that's brilliant. But oh, no. yeah, I think I've just run out of uh storage. What a shame. Right. But I feel like for me I've got a mate, I won't name who it is, but they're doing an unbelievable thing at the minute and they've created a mindset page mm-hmm. and they're putting out so much of them, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um And they asked me about this post that they was gonna post the other day and they was like, I really wanna post it, but I'm scared of how people will react to it. Like I don't wanna look beggy and so on and so forth. But I think that with Instagram, there's not enough people that are just so real. Yeah. And obviously for me, I am huge on, like, staying positive, keeping my habits up. But if I'm honest, the last three weeks for me have been hell. I'm mm-hmm. not going to just be like, oh, yeah, everything's sound, guys. Yeah. Oh, hi, guys, today I'm doing this. No, like...
0: And how many people have have said that you, by you sharing your real life and you being real, that they can, like... can relate to you and like i've offered you support Even yeah
1: it's actually it's mad so obviously with my daily emails i it's a bit of therapy for me really i just go through sort of how i'm feeling i'm just Mm. super honest with anyone on there if you're not on there you should probably sign up to my emails but um (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) but uh on that since I have been sharing a lot more of how I'm feeling like my open rate was probably like 10% I'd say Mm -hmm. and then over the last three weeks my my sorry my open rate in the first hour was 10% yeah but then over the last three weeks that has gone up to 33% Mm -hmm. so like just because people don't really give a shit like you can put up Mm -hmm. this this image that life is perfect but mm-hmm. life ain't perfect for no one it's not. do you know what i mean and and for me i'm a happy person but i have to fucking work for that happiness yeah. do you know what i mean it's not given to me like oh yeah every day i wake up with a spring in my step totally. like let's carp dm no i'm like <laughs> okay how <laughs> do DM. yeah how do That's i make so this true. day as good as i i possibly can
0: yeah that's so true, and I think that's the part that people don't get, like, we do actually have to work to get yeah. this mindset, and we didn't just wake up one day and we was like, everything's great. Exactly. Like, I did a real, um, like, a comment that I get quite a lot is like, oh, like, you deal with things, like, people, I did a reel the other day and it was like, it's okay for you, you're a life coach, or, and, like, comments like, you know, comments that people just presume that it's okay because of what I do mm. doesn't make me or you, like, we, it's not we're not exempt to challenges well
1: to be even <laughs> when i met you the other week i was literally like hmm, do you actually struggle with anything yeah, you are say you, that, didn't you? yeah i'm like, like are you, like, are you just up like here
0: <laughs> i actually think but, I, like i went for a morning coffee th- today and i go to the same guy every day he's now actually a friend of mine and he follows me on Instagram and like, we always chat and he's always just there in the morning to like, rant to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually said to me today, he was like, you're always on top form and it's like 6am. And I'm like, it's not an act. Like I just, I genuinely do feel like grateful and happy 100%. like most of the time.
1: But that's, that for me, I know it's something so stupid, but The first interaction of the day I have with anyone is when I go and get my morning coffee. And those boys at the coffee shop, they'll, like, say one thing, make me laugh. I'm like, you have started my day 81, do you know what I mean? So I find it very, like, I look forward to seeing them. It's like a 30-second conversation, but why is there... Yeah. Why not be And everything will
0: be okay, always. 100%. We was literally just talking about that because this morning i got and i said i went on my emails at like 5am and checked i saw an email where i was like not expecting it but it was like a positive and a negative all in one so like it's great because it's like it's something that i was waiting on but it's negative because it's now created me like a lot more stress well yeah stress and like i need to like do that take action a lot quicker than what i thought and um like and then within like half an hour was it with my coffee guy and I actually just had a little moment to myself thinking like this could have totally ruined my day. Yeah. But like it hasn't cuz I still feel abundant. I still feel grateful. I still feel like there's solutions to this and like it's fine.
1: I like, think as fair. well it's like maybe you do maybe you do realize, maybe you don't, but like when you have that conversation with that person, they don't actually realize how grateful you are to them do you know yeah. what I mean like I don't think any of the boys at precinct know that I'm like I fucking love you guys <laughs> I love you but they're just like oh another customer Nate yeah, how you yeah. doing you're always here la 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 yeah but
0: you should tell them let's go tell them after this yeah you I will do my day every day. literally they do yeah. first
1: thing in my gratitude book every day oh. is coffee <laughs> love with that. the boys
0: love that it's so important to let people know though
1: yeah that is true yeah because
0: you'll now make their day by telling them
1: like, yeah well yeah. one of them was asking me about the podcast Get um, them in. He, he was <laughs> no <laughs> he was <laughs> like oh i've heard you've got a podcast what's it called so hopefully he's listened to this but he's <laughs> a legend if you are ducky shout out mate
0: <laughs> <laughs> love that um we've we've totally diverted from yeah the subject. i know yeah so um but still great chat um so, do you remember a few weeks ago, you might have not, because you're probably not even in this circle mm-hmm. of like conversation, but um, it's something that really kind of like triggered me in like a, in, like, a positive way, because I was like, f- like, this needs to be addressed. And I also have like an interesting perspective on it as well, I think, which is maybe different to a lot of other people's. But basically, Chloe Kardashian, mm-hmm. are you familiar?
1: I know that one of the Kardashians put up a picture, um, and she was like, "Here it is, guys. Me with no filters." Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Is that so, her?
0: So yeah, that. But that was like a response to basically. So Chloe Kardashian bit of background even if you hate the kardashians this is just still super a super interesting topic for a body image so basically she is like the middle-aged she's like in is the this middle. the one that
1: was with scott disick no all uh, oh, right okay. that's corny right okay i'm, sorry. I'm actually a huge
0: sorry fan. yeah huge fan here. um <laughs> Daggers so, there. but like bias like not a bias opinion either like this is genuinely like coming from a coach perspective mm. and a perspective where i think that our body our 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 mentality around body image needs to change. So Chloe, like back in the day, she was always branded like the ugly sister. Mm-hmm. Everyone used to say that she was adopted, like how could she possibly in the, be in the same family? Like she doesn't even look like them. She's chubby, she's fat. Mm. She, they would call her face. They would call like the shape of her nose, like everything. She she got trolled. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. For a long time so and like she's got kim and chloe uh, sorry kim and courtney like
1: how could you get that wrong
0: how could i (laughs) and like kendall who's like a supermodel and kylie jenner who's like everyone like billionaire yeah so there's like if you take away all of this or all of the status like all everything that's going on there Mm. and just think about them from human beings That must have been really challenging and like yes they have been thrown in like they it was their choice to be in the spotlight Mm -hmm. um but you know no one was expecting that the world would react like that towards the girl who who society thinks isn't as good looking as the rest of the family so then fast forward 10 years to where we're up to now she has, like, lost loads of weight. She's done a program called Revenge Body where she helps people get their revenge bodies from their ex-partners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And...
1: You love the Kardashians.
0: I actually... Like, I, I love it because, like, I feel like they're such good business women. Like, they're yep. funny, they're entertaining. It's just, for me, it's like... I just Zen. love to, like, watch and, like, laugh. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so, yeah. So, she has now had loads of work done. Mm-hmm. She... Is has got like a really flat stomach. They're very curvy women. Mm. She has a personal trainer. She has a chef, like whatever. She posts images all the time of her like in a bikini. And there was this one image that appeared which someone had taken. Uh, it, so it wasn't like a selfie or one that she's taken. And this image then went online. But the internet <laughs> very quickly put side by side a selfie that she took of the day, like in the mirror mm. in a bikini. Alongside another image of the one that someone's yeah. taken of her, like the angle was totally different. And anyway, like this second image, everyone was like, "She photoshopped. She's like this. Like she's been lying to us. This isn't isn't how she looks? Like this is how she really looks." It was a bad angle. Mm. Like that's why she doesn't look the same, or not even a bad angle, just a different angle. And she <laughs> basically, um, make like. took the image offline like she got lawyers involved she was like anyone who releases this image
1: yeah
0: um there was this huge thing and she then did this live where she was like lifting up her top and like showing her body yeah and she was like it's not Photoshop, like and then did this whole like press release to say how like she's been bullied her entire life and you know whatever So, for me, like watching that, I can understand, like, I can understand all perspectives because people were commenting, going, Your family are responsible for setting these unrealistic beauty standards. Mm -hmm. So, I was like, Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. But also, it doesn't then mean that she should have to, like, feel insecure like she obviously is so insecure about how she Mm -hmm. looks like she's had non-stop plastic surgery Mm -hmm. on her face like she's obsessed with the way she looks and it's just so sad because it's this huge like these beauty companies are are paying uh, her family to be like the the face of their makeup or the face of their hair extensions or the face of the magazine or whatever so the companies are paying paying them which has then made them have this standard of beauty that they need to live up to because it's like the expectations. And then Chloe's in the middle of it, like not really meeting society's expectations of how people should look because her sister's society have said are prettier than her. Yeah. So it's just this huge, big fucking mess now that like she's so like not okay that she ne- needs to like prove herself to everyone but then she's still getting bullied, but then her family's still getting hated. And then then to top it all off, there's like the rest of the world looking at them being like, well, we want to look like you, or we hate you because of how you've made everyone else feel insecure. Mm. It's just a mess, isn't it?
1: I think for me, there's a few things that you said there. So the part where she went live and having Mm. to prove herself, for me i'm like why does it why does that really matter matter? like you're if you're to be honest i think if you go down the road of plastic surgery i think you'll have the same similar mentality to me Mm -hmm. as like you'll always want more yeah yeah? in a negative way absolutely so once you open that can of worms i genuinely believe that it just won't stop because there will always be something where you think oh well if i get that then that'll make me look like this Mm -hmm. and da 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 da. um i think that it's ridiculous it's easy for me to say but i think it's ridiculous for people to think oh i want to look like them because it's so obvious that they have had so much work done Mm -hmm. so why would you set yourself the kardashians i don't i think they might all be billionaires or whatever yeah Like they can literally step out tomorrow, get whatever they want done, yeah, rock up. Fast-tracked. Yeah, exactly. Whereas there'll be people that are in what, just normal families looking up to them thinking, yeah, that's it. But they'll completely delete the fact that they've had the surgery out of their head. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And another one similar to that was, I remember Adele lost loads of weight. Yeah and people's like, oh, it's definitely plastic surgery, la 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 la. But let's say it's not plastic surgery, yeah? Adele is, again, a multimillionaire, so she can have the personal trainer, mm-hmm. the chef, the, like, she gets put the food in front of her or she's told, right, this is in your diary when you're training or whatever yeah. it is. Like, I just think that you can only compare yourself to yourself that's mm-hmm. what I think the biggest um competition is like obviously yeah. for me that's where my like don't get me wrong I'll look at other people what they're doing but let's say when I was in that period between 22 and 26 I'd be looking at a physique that I achieved the next year I'd be like all right, I'm beating that yeah. yeah I just don't see why people would waste their time looking at unrealistic goals because yeah. all right if you want to if you've got the money to throw it plastic surgery and then you want to look like the Kardashians cool but if you're somebody that isn't getting plastic surgery Mm -hmm. then why are you sitting that would be like me saying oh I want to look like Arnie but how do I get there because I'm brown and he's white (laughs) do you know what I mean it's just unrealistic Mm. so I think as well like I I do feel sorry for her because I can't imagine Constantly having that feedback loop of "you are the ugly one," you yeah. are the ugly one, and people obviously care so much about reality stars and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not. I'm not even saying she is the the ugly one, but it's not like what if someone says that enough, then so many people going to jump on that and yeah. tarnish her with that brush. It's like everyone's had. Like I've got a mate, Chaz. He's like the nerd of the group yeah it doesn't matter what he does if he wants to bang jim or whatever he's always going to be the nerd of the group like you're never going to lose that name i've got another mate he was tiny when we was growing up yeah then he had him he's like over six foot now but we still call him small do you know Mm -hmm. what i mean it's like those things stick with you and it's not obviously them two examples aren't to the extent of that where it's gonna really Mm. damage their mental health but she will always be looking at herself reminded "Oh, I am the ugly one Mm -hmm. so I think it's so easy to say but people just need to care less like what what does why does it matter if she has put up a picture at a decent angle Mm -hmm online yeah yeah why does it matter that there's someone else that's weirdly taking a picture of her from mm-hmm. a different angle that's then hit the internet and yeah. gone mad it's just i feel like wh- why are you letting that affect your life like why are you so jumping on that bandwagon of oh my god i can't believe she's done this she's photoshopping why are you getting that involved yeah. with it, it yeah exactly. exactly it's just completely it's irrelevant to your life real. exactly time, yeah. yeah
0: um yeah i I think I think you're right in that you know people do jump on it and it's so funny because like when we talk about anything like this like mental health or like body image or like anything to do with being a real human which every single person goes through I I am like really passionate I've I've worked with different people who have been you know in the spotlight or in in the media or in the public eye and the main thing that I know is that just because you're in the public eye like you don't automatically then get to hand your insecurities back to like you don't just hand them in you you don't get the status and then hand them back in and so like when you actually connect with people on a human level no matter what their job is you know it Still, for me, is like a huge eye opener that w- they really are just people. But now they just opened the gates to f- like X amount of like. But scrutiny. I, I
1: think that, so, I'll roll back to my short stint on Love Island. Yeah. When I was I. When was that, by the way? Twenty seventeen.
0: What season was that? Three,
1: the best, the best one.
0: With uh, Chris and Kat.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was good. The best. Um, if I go back to then, before I went on the show. I was my prof, my Instagram profile was on private, mm-hmm. yeah. And I was a very private person. Don't get me wrong, I'm glad I did it because then that's allowed me to evolve to where I am today. Yeah. But I knew what I was sacrificing then. I knew that people, I'm lucky I've got thick skin. Like it don't really bother me that if people call me names or whatever because, mm-hmm. yeah, it is what it is. But um, I knew what I was giving away. And I think that you're an idiot if you think, the Kardashians are maybe different to that because they was like the first ever big Mm. reality stars, if you like, yeah. But if you think that you're gonna keep your, I feel like that's the sacrifice you make to to do something like that. Like you are giving away or opening yourself up to Mm -hmm. unnecessary hate.
0: Right, so question then, because, And I totally agree with you. You are opening yourself up to that. So I have a friend called Chris Bowman, who we've done a podcast together, actually. Um, Amazing guy. He is a performance coach. So he he coaches professional athletes. Mm -hmm. Um, He coaches a lot of Premier League football teams. And he, so he obviously works with footballers who really high paid jobs um, and just coaches them like on on a one-to-one basis so he like gets familiar with them and he knows all like he he, he gets personal with them basically yeah, yeah. it's not just like a, f- a, f- a professional relationship he gets yeah. to kind the of coach. know more yeah and he's he's based in Dubai but me and Chris actually know each other from back home and the reason we recorded podcast was because he his his career the reason why he started his career was because he was really passionate about helping people with mental health. Mm-hmm. So um, he lost four people to suicide in a really small time, two uncles and two best friends. And We had like a really amazing chat. But what something that he really brought to my eyes was that he was like these football players are just normal people who have had who have got a talent who have who have been off- offered hmm. an opportunity and then all of a sudden they've got this money, they've never been on that money before, yeah. like la la la. And again, like opened up to like this scrutiny. And like, I know people will be like, Well, they're on like X amount of money mm-hmm. a week, like, who gives a fuck? Like, they're they're paid so well, like, it makes up for it, but it still doesn't change the fact that they are going to have are open to having mental health issues and for me it's like we preach on the whole of like mental health like we need to we need to be more proactive about mental health and we need to help people but when it comes to celebrities and like people who have got a platform i feel like people get jealous yeah and they're like so just like we can look at we can like look at a football player and be like well it's his own f- well. He it's his own fault. You know, he's he's pursued his career. He knew what he was getting himself into. But like, why though? Like, why can't we just be better at being like? We don't have to get involved with everything. Mm. Like, he's he's had a dream as a kid. He's gone and pursued it. He's yeah. he's got a, a place I- in the team that he wanted to get. And like, why can't we just be happy for people?
1: Because I think
0: that's probably quite naive of me to say. But
1: I I I think that a lot of people, I even do it myself, but a lot of people expect others to act how they would, Mm. which doesn't happen. Not everyone is a good human, do you know what I mean? Like, especially in football, right? There's a winner and a loser. All right, sometimes there's a draw, yeah? But usually it will come from someone's mistake, right? And people are so invested in football, yeah, yeah, or any sport that Mm. they're just like, okay, this means so much to me, mm-hmm. yeah? And if someone fucks up, then they're gonna be open to, I'm not saying it's justified, but it's not a, I feel like it's it's uh, a lot of stuff that goes on at football grounds, I believe is like a reaction outside of their normal character. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. say for example, the racist abuse, yeah? I doubt that 99% of the people that are racist at football matches are racist in the workplace, racist at home, but because of the environment they're in, yeah, they're thinking, how can my team get the upper hand? Let me get under this player's skin, yeah? Mm -hmm. How am I gonna do that? Oh, his skin colors this, yeah? So I feel like, I don't think it opens it up, I just, I don't, and I'm not saying it's acceptable, because like you say they're just human beings but i just don't think that you can ever expect everyone to be a good human being yeah do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's never going to be fair i'm there's no place for it but how do you clamp down on it do you know yeah. what i mean because you've got to think these these high performing people as well they're going to be super super critical of mm-hmm. themselves yeah so not only are they dealing with the shit from everyone else that they're having mm-hmm. they're dealing with their internal like for example when i was battling my mental health it weren't about what other people was doing it was about the way i was talking to myself and the pressure i was putting on myself yeah. so they've got it doubled up do you know what i mean but at the same time they might be in a similar situation where they're like i don't really give a shit like a shit to hear but i don't really care what you have to say because i'm beating myself up enough yeah um but i just don't I think if you're in the spotlight, you're not really looked at as a human. Mm. You're looked at this level above. Yeah. Where, like, for example, when I come off the show, people, they'd come up to me and they'd start giving me shit.
0: No way. Face to face. Face to face, yeah. Stop. And
1: uh, But I would say to them, I was like, it's absolutely fine that you're saying this, but if you piss me off, I'm happy to go outside with you, yeah? Mm. I'm not an aggressive person, but I think that they, because they've, like seen me on telly or whatever they think oh we we'll, we can say anything to him because what,
0: they would come up to you on like a night out
1: yeah like I remember I was out once and this ki- this geezer he was with a group of his mates and they were standing like by the bar but the toilets were behind them so I was just mm-hmm. like okay need a piss and every time I was walking past he was mm-hmm. just making a dig or whatever which doesn't bother me but like first time oh how long was you on there whatever cool you've had your laugh but do it again yeah but for me I'm like you're abusing me on the telly yeah you're ignoring the fact that I'm right in front of you now yeah so I'm not saying I'm an absolute head case Mm -hmm. but I know I can handle myself yeah so you're willing to say all your shit jokes and come at me yeah but you're not thinking of the consequences because to you I'm not real yeah yeah does that make sense totally um
0: so it's yeah Mm, okay
1: so it's just it it is a bit of a weird one because then when you remind them of that like which i have a few times in the past thankfully i don't really get recognized anymore which is lovely um apart from my pt and (laughs) um but yeah in the past like it would just be like i'd have a word with them and then they'd be like oh fuck yeah, yeah like i have been a dick yeah, do you know what i mean totally. so i just yeah it's just i think it's just they don't get the reality yeah yeah it's there's but i don't know I what really it is
0: when you're on reality tv but they don't get the reality yeah yeah oh. it's interesting to hear it from your perspective because obviously i forget that you've been in that place yeah um so okay i think for me like the message really is that what we see on socials and what we see on TV is really not real. Mm. And I think that it's like a huge cycle of like, there's the media pressure for like people in public eye to look great, but then when people in the public eye look great, that has a huge influence on people who aren't in the public eye, because then that's what society is like kind of telling them is the standard.
1: agree, but I also think it comes down to your choice. Yeah. Yeah. You choose what you see. Like, your Instagram account is your Instagram account. Mm -hmm. If you want to put things that you know is going to make you feel envious or jealous in front of you every day, like, what do you Mm -hmm. expect that to create? Do you know what I mean? Exactly.
0: So, reduce that. Yeah, exactly. That would, that would be, yeah.
1: Before I moved out to Australia, I got rid of my account. Like, I put it on pause or whatever the saying is. And... I genuinely believe if I if I didn't use Instagram for my business, I wouldn't have it mm-hmm. because what what does it serve me for? Yeah. Why like double tapping on a screen is yeah. what does that give me? Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing. It just wastes my time. It's a waste of yeah, time. Yeah, literally, because you will spend ages. And like yeah. the other day, I went out for my mate's birthday. Um, my first sober night, I, I think it was. Sober. Yeah. I'm still sober, coming up to four weeks, hold tight. Um,
0: (laughs) That's a huge achievement.
1: Yeah, I know. But this guy, he was sitting down. I wish the video was still going, (laughs) but he's sitting down, right? And he looked miserable as fuck, yeah? Then a song came on. I watched this whole sequence. A song came on, he got his phone out on like the selfie camera, and then he just starts dancing, showing round to his mates. For that 15 (laughs) seconds, yeah? Then he's back to his phone, Aww. just down like this, and I'm literally thinking, "What who the was fuck that is going, going... out yeah, to? Like, he's like, watching people this? are gonna think, like, oh, he's having such a good time." Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, "No, he ain't. Mm-hmm. He's just a miserable fuck in a bar. Mm-hmm. One little beat's dropped, and for that 15 seconds that you see, you're like, oh, he's absolutely having it up. Oh my
0: god. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just,
1: I don't see how you can
0: it's like a fake like pretense of
1: this to, to a lot of extent like I like I say for me I don't really like like I've actually noticed when I go out uh, I don't really post stories because mm. I just like to be present yeah yeah but I think a lot of people are posting things because they're like oh who's gonna see this they want the validation yeah who can I Get, oh my God, you are living your best life or you're doing this, that's sick, la, 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 la. Like, breakups are a fucking big, big show of that, yeah? Like, mm. I've had girlfriends in the past, y- you'll break up with them, then they'll just be putting booty pictures up or whatever and you're like, best that's, apps. yeah. <laughs> you Everyone knows why Money you're doing that, innit? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, sure. like... You just see what... Validate yourself, guys. Yeah, lies. exactly. Because, you, like... Sorry,
0: go on.
1: To No, you just either. see what, like, people want you to see. And I think... Yeah. Like, that's a massive goal of mine, just to be as honest as I humanly can. Because, ultimately, yes, I am positive. But the reason I'm positive is because I do shit that makes me feel good, mm-hmm. which then gives me a better outlook on life. Mm-hmm. Yeah? so that's all well and good but i do have stresses there is shit that goes on in my life that i think ah i can't be fucked today mm-hmm. but then to hide that and just be like yeah i'm up all the time that's just it's, harder. it's just ridiculous yeah. and it, it it's giving the people the opposite of what i want to give them do you know what i mean like not every day is a good day, but there's always something to be happy about every day. Do you know what always, I mean? Always, yeah. So I think, I think people—it's it's never going to happen. But people just need to d- disconnect with social media more because it is not real.
0: Never say never. I feel like feel like people are waking up to it though.
1: Yeah, but I think you only see that well, because you fill yourself and your feed with people that think similarly to you
0: that is true that and i agree that with that but i do feel like more people are are open now to sharing real life mm. like for example you've shared all about the last few weeks with your yeah. followers a few weeks ago my I head fell off yeah i i shared yeah you know and like i and so yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I am looking at it through like rose tinted glasses, mm. but I think that the more people that can that can spread like that kind of
1: 100%. Like um,
0: what's the word? Like that kind of energy. It's uh, to, like, it's other it's, people it's is a
1: weird one, it. isn't it? Because I always think like yes, I am positive, but I don't like the saying it's okay. What is it? It's okay not to be okay. Mm -hmm. I don't really like that saying because it's just like dust. Do you know what I mean? Dust, (laughs) yeah. Like just. But I think it's so important that because social media can make life look so perfect for so many Mm -hmm. that you just feel so shit for having a weak moment or for being in a bad spot. Totally agree. And that is not like no one's life is perfect. There's always shit going on. It's just how you deal with that shit. Like Mm -hmm. one of my favorite quotes is life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you deal with it. And that is, that is the difference between Nathan now to Nathan suffering with his mental health. Yeah. Yeah. And I probably, I've probably got more shit going on now to be honest, but I just. But you know how to deal with it. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm not before maybe I was scared of my emotions or I didn't want to admit the way, like for years I was like, oh, I'm just stressed, whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to admit how I felt. Whereas now I'm like, okay, this is a big issue in my life. I need to resolve that before. I put up a post the other day and I said, why put a fire out when you can stop the fire before yeah. it starts, yeah? Yeah, I love that. And that is huge. Mm-hmm. So I just think, get rid of all the negativity or Mm -hmm. all the shit that makes you feel shit from your social media Mm -hmm. and for us or i think it is so important to just push real life because yeah Yeah. it's just fucking it's it's key because Mm -hmm. there are like too many people are like life is amazing all the time i'm on holiday here la 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 Mm -hmm. like i'll go back to like the influencers that like post the pictures of them on holidays and shit like that don't get me wrong if you're on holiday obviously get your pictures up but when you've like that photo you showed me earlier yeah that geezer's on holiday and he's probably asked his missus or whatever to take Mm. that photo hundreds of times times. imagine how frustrated (laughs) she's getting and imagine the experience that they're having do you know what i mean
0: not being present with each other yeah I think I was just having a little think about this conversation because we were talking about body image, mm. and we've not once mentioned what you need to change about how you physically look. The entire conversation's mm-hmm. been around changing your your approach to dealing with things and mental health, essentially. Hundred percent. And I think like that's like one of the, the the biggest things that I would want anyone to take from this conversation. We could talk for hours. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, it's never, ever, ever about how you look, and it's always about your opinion to how you look. Yeah. And so, if you feel like you've got insecurities, and the first thing that you want to do is change the way that you look, please take another approach. Find someone that can help you change your, help you with your insecurities, like change your change y- your mindset to that. Because without a doubt, when we can, when we can you only get one body, you only get one mind. It's not, you can't change that and surely it's better off to learn how to love what you've been given as opposed to just constantly feeling like you need to change and change f- and change.
1: I think the biggest thing for me is like, I'm happy, really happy with where my physique is at the minute. Um, but if I'm perfectly honest with myself, I genuinely believe that I've been in better shape yeah, in my life before. Mm-hmm. But when I was in that shape, I thought I was a fat fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So the only thing that has changed Mm -hmm. is the way I look at myself. And now, if someone was up to ask me, I'd say, I'm in the best shape of my life. But if I was to look at pictures, I'd be like, oh, actually I was probably in better shape there. Mm -hmm. But that's just the way that I see myself now. Mm -hmm. Like I've programmed my mind to be kinder. Yeah. Plus I think as well, like, when you take your focus away from the way you look and look at the way you feel, mm-hmm. your body's going to improve anyway. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Because you're going to anything that make like exercise obviously makes you feel good. So the more you focus on feeling good, the more you're going to exercise. The more you exercise, the better your physique's going to get. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. just like, fuck. It goes hand in hand. Yeah. It? it really doesn't matter how you look. Yeah. I don't think like as just as long as you are happy in your own skin.
0: Yeah. And and also, if you're going to constantly change how you look to fit the need of whatever society's telling you Mm. is in, in in fashion or whatever, it's never ending.
1: If you look for like girls especially, like when we was growing up, like a supermodel would be like Kate Moss, Moss, yeah. yeah. Whereas now it's like big booty, curvy, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it never ends. Yeah, exactly. So like, where are you gonna be? Like just yo-yo in between a stick and especially women, like our bodies change every month. Exactly.
0: Uh, When when we have kids, like it's it's going to continue to change and.
1: So I think yeah, you just got to get to a place. No one else, no one else's opinion of your body matters other than yours. That's what I think is crucial because. I'll say, like, I've been around people that they'll have insecurities lodged in their brain and it doesn't matter how much I'll say to them, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. That is not true. You, you're you looking at yourself like that, but that is not true. If someone has that belief, the yeah, only person that can- Yeah, your own opinion trumps your own. Exactly. Yeah, it wins They, every they have to unlock that themselves. Yeah. So, yes
0: to round off what would you say to anyone listening who has got insecurities
1: I think I'll put my insecurities on blast I think I am very insecure about my feet if you look at my Instagram stories if I'm ever in swimmers or whatever my feet will always be covered my feet will always be covered by like a question box or the writing (laughs) Because I think everyone has insecurities, yeah? But I just think that how you deal with that is like, it's not the end of the world that I think that I have ugly feet, yeah? Mm. Um, and I think, say somebody that thinks they've got massive legs, yeah? Right. Well, if you're at that point where you think you've got massive legs, then rather than focusing, like, let's take a body transformation yeah when i get someone on i'll always say right okay what do you want to improve Mm -hmm. oh i want to tone my tummy right if their physique is like mine yeah or if they're like me i will lose fat from my limbs as you can see like my arms my legs are really lean Mm -hmm. and then it will go off my back my face and finally my stomach Somebody that joins up with me, if they're saying I wanna lose weight from my tummy and all they're doing every single week is looking at their tummy and there's no change, they're gonna ignore everything else that's going on, yeah? Yeah. But one day that will change. Mm -hmm. So I think if you're insecure about certain areas of your body, then just look to improve as a whole Mm -hmm. rather than, oh, this area needs work, this area needs work, Mm -hmm. because the results will come that's what i'd say unfortunately i can't cut my feet off but do you know what i mean it is what it is
0: you don't want to though, even if you had the option
1: uh, I, when i was younger this is this is so off topic but when i was younger i honestly wanted to get to a point i had this fault regularly i wanted to get to a point where i was rich enough to get a foot operation which altered my toes i, I swear to god
0: so I used to, so I actually had, oh, do you know what? We can have this conversation offline. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sorry to hear that about your feet. Yeah, um, but
1: I've, I've grown to just get on with them. They get me from A to B, so it is what it do. is. Yeah. They exactly. do, exactly, like what Positives. can you be grateful for? Yeah, exactly. Like, thank God
0: you have them. Um, yeah, I think that's, a, that's really great. Like looking at, th- like changing the metric, like what's your metric and why is it there? And changing that and making your focus like from tunnel vision to wider. Mm. Love that, and also, I would say, coming from like a a mental health perspective, that your um, insecurities—nine times out of ten, other people won't even know them about you. Hundred percent. It's like a spot. Didn't. Yeah. A spot is is. a perfect
1: example. You think? Like you're like, oh my god, that massive spot I've got a massive spot here. I think. (laughs) <laughs> do not. you know what I mean <laughs> but Pete like at, you're in your head you're like oh my god this spot is massive but until you like point it out or try and pop it in front of someone mm. they just don't don't know it's like
0: yeah
1: that I feel, I feel like I notice that spots are like huge in okay. terms of self-image because your eyes are drawn straight to it yeah but no one else actually realizes that you've got a spot
0: yeah um, and also, like just around body image, like my when I was in high school, like I was obsessed with having like the smallest body possible. Mm. I was very skinny, like size six. And then as I started to do work on my mindset and got into uni, like was just like went to a size twelve quite quickly. You know, like step, like just eating whatever you can, and yeah. like that dominoes every night, literally. And um, loved how I looked. Like never one, yeah. one moment thought. I don't like how I look. So the point of it is that when I was small, I was obsessed about being smaller. But when I was in a bigger body than what I'm in now, there wasn't one part of me that wanted to change it. And then now I'm at a place where I'm like, really comfortable with how I look, how I feel, like everything, like my my perception about how I look look too. Mm. But the the main thing that holds all of that together is like me as a person. And it's oh, yeah. not about the shape. Hundred percent. So, th- my like rounding off this conversation would just be that you're in control, and if you can control your thoughts, you can be ha- ha- like happy with yourself no matter where you are with your journey. And what's the point in making it, you know, uncomfortable or making it an unhappy place to be? Because if you've decided that something physically needs to change, great, like absolutely embark on that journey, but be happy with the the journey and don't just put your happiness on the end result.
1: Yeah, I think that that is a crucial point. Like process, when I was in that 22 to 26 period, it was all about, right, I've got a holiday or a festival that I need to be in top shape for. Mm. I need to get there. And it was always, shit, I'm not there yet. I'm not mm. there yet. Then when I when I was suffering with my head and decided to turn my life around, I was like, just every day I'm going to do something to make me feel good which was gym so then it was every day okay that's process based process 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 and then as i said earlier like the more you focus on doing what makes you feel good the more you exercise the more you exercise the better your results will be and you'll Mm -hmm. change like you did without even realizing Mm -hmm. because that's exactly what happened to me yeah i was like i didn't even realize my physique was changing yeah but it was massively Mm -hmm. so love that thank you thank you um where can we find you for my listeners
0: mindlessness
1: <laughs> my listeners Sorry,
0: <laughs> I, was, I was like do you mean mindfulness no I was <laughs> my listeners <laughs> um oh jesus um mind health school on instagram or oh, my personal is nikki officially and you are
1: nathan joseph pt
0: oh yeah that's it thanks all right
1: thank you ciao ciao